Hello and welcome to the Every Child Every Day podcast. I'm your host, Rob Arnold, Superintendent of Amherst County Public Schools. As fall quickly approaches, we are reminded of many things, a new school year, cooling temperatures, and the changing landscape. There is nothing more synonymous with fall, however, than the start of football season. And here, that means Amherst Lancer football. On today's show, we're going to sit down with the new leader of this historically successful program, Coach Bob Christmas. Please join me as we discuss with Coach Christmas topics such as his hopes for this first year and beyond. Welcome to the show, Coach Christmas. Thank you. Good to be here would do uh, for us and for the listeners maybe a little bit of introduction um, of yourself and your and, and a little bit of your background, your, your your past, especially in the coaching field. Okay. Well, I'm married to my wife, Peggy. We've been married for 43 years, almost 44. Uh, we've got six children. And uh, my youngest two are actually coaching with us and, and teaching uh, at Amherst County. And so I'm really excited about that. Uh, I started back in 1975 after I graduated from the University of North Carolina. Very humble beginnings. A small Class A school in Florida. The, the first game I ever coached in as a head coach, uh, we got beat 70 to nothing and went on to go 0-10. So, that, you know, that would make most people question whether or not they had chosen the right profession. But the, the next year we were 5-5 five and five with the same schedule. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, went from there, and, and I had the very fortunate to be able to, to come up to, to Liberty University as an assistant coach and coach there for three years and uh, was, you know, having a hard time justifying all the time I was away from home with a, a wife and small children. So I got out of college coaching, got back in high school coaching, which is really what my love has always been. And uh, it took me down to Bainbridge, Georgia, uh, down in South Georgia, and then up to North Hall High School. Uh, that was after a stint at Jefferson Forest the first time. And I took Georgia retirement five years ago and uh, came up to Jefferson Forest and was the head coach the last five years and, and very excited now to be a Lancer. Okay, so um, you kind of skipped a little bit of uh, some of your, your background, at least Ed, uh, when I first became familiar with you uh, in the early to mid-90s at Jefferson Forest. You were very successful there, winning some state championships at uh, Jefferson Forest High School. And then, of course, you went to Georgia for uh, some years and had some successful programs there. Came back here and had some real successful programs again at Jefferson Forest. So I guess my my question to you and to um, is to find out maybe what were some of the appealing things about wanting to come to Amherst County? Well... <clears throat> You know, you mentioned Jefferson Forest the first time. Of course, we had some great players there. And uh, <clears throat> Jefferson Forest was very much a rural school, which is, is what I really enjoy, a rural setting, especially a, uh, a, a one-school system, high school system in a small town, uh, just for starters, really appeals to me. Uh, I've I've been around this area off and on for, geez, 35 years, and uh, I've always felt like Amherst County High School had the most potential and just the type of place that 
<clears throat> I thought I could always be happy coaching at. And uh, so, you, you know, I, the, also the idea of coming someplace where I felt like football was important to them uh, with an administration that saw the benefit of, of a well-run football program and how it's part of the educational, uh, the whole educational process. And, and I really look at uh, what we do with football as, as be, being co-educational. And uh, I think there's things that we can learn on the, on the football field through the, the disappointments and the, the blood, the sweat, the tears, and, and uh, just learning to get back up when you've been knocked down. Some things that maybe in a classroom setting you don't learn so well. And uh, so, <clears throat> I, you know, just I saw the opportunity to come here and to, to work at a, at a system that I thought uh, put the right emphasis on, on the sport that I love. And, uh, you know, I, I see football as a, as a tool, and I love the game, and it's, it's, it's what makes me work hard. But it's really the kids and, and seeing them develop into men and uh, we've been going all summer, and I, I've seen some tremendous growth in these young men, not only athletically, but, but just personally uh, already. And uh, that's, that's what really kind of excites me. Really happy you're with us. And so one thing as, um, as we uh, start on this year, and I know you've already spent some time uh, with, our, with our young people, uh, but, you know, parents often wonder kind of, you know they're they're turning their children over to to us and to to coaches to teachers and often want to know you know what to expect what to expect from you in terms of your style and how you're going to uh, to work with their children and so how would you describe your coaching style? Well, it, first of all, I you know I, I take the stewardship of their children you know very serious. Uh, you know, and just kind of feel like we're all co-workers uh, on it. Uh, my style is I set very high standards that are really non-negotiable. And, uh, you know, we, we have very high expectations that each player will reach their potential. And, uh, you know, I work them really hard, but I believe in them. And, and I think that my belief in them translates into them believing in themselves. And, uh you know, the hub of our program is our strength program where we have them five days a week around the calendar pretty much. And, and during those times, we can instill into them the tempo we want, uh, the toughness we want. And uh, but but basically, you know, we're going to strive for excellence. And, and I know it's something that you never achieve, but that process of striving for excellent, I think is what develops young men into into productive productive men. Yeah, and so you talked about, about having high expectations, but also knowing knowing of you and and how you coach. You're also going to support the the student in in reaching those those high expectations. It's just not drawing a line and saying that's where I want you to go. It's you know how to how to kind of work kids and and show them the right path and the things the decisions that they make that can get them to that those expectations so that's really important yes sir and I, I call it the process and uh you know I, I think if kids will embrace the process of becoming you know and just just get in there and and sometimes it's a grind and then, and then sometimes it's real exciting sometimes it's mundane but doing the mundane things and doing them well is what 
helps you achieve. Right. Yeah. And the, yeah, the achievement is a byproduct of exactly. all of that hard work. That's yeah. right. Good and then good good life lessons and yes, all sir. of that, obviously. So let's talk a little bit about um, this upcoming year and, 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 and beyond. You know, what are some of your what are some of your goals for this program? Well, you, you know, I think that just follows right behind what we just talked about. We we ask our players to to embrace the process of becoming and uh with that in mind, we want to get better every day. And I think if you're not getting better every day, then you're going backwards. Uh, and if we do that, I think it's going to translate into success on Friday nights. And, you know, we don't have any control over how good our opponents are. Uh, we do have control over us, our attitude, our work ethic, uh, and getting better every day. Uh, but at the same time, I have to believe that if we take care of ourselves – and stay in the process that uh, we're going to see success on Friday nights. So long term, you know, are you are you looking for a certain growth in the, the amount of students that are a part of the program? Uh, you know, where where do you see being able to start to to build that uh, portion? Yeah. Well, well, I am <clears throat> probably one of the greatest advocates for the sport of football. Uh, I've got four boys that went through it and went through the process. And, uh, you know, I, I've just seen what it does for young men. I, I see it as a microcosm of, of what they're going to face in life, some of the difficulties and, and some of the exhilarations and yet some of the disappointments. And so, you know, I, I'm one of those guys that believes every young man ought to, ought to play the sport. And uh, so we, we would like to grow our numbers. Uh, I think when these young men – uh, are around us and understand, you know, what we're trying to, to do. Uh, I think it's going to, they're going to be attracted to it because uh, everybody wants to be a part of something uh, and, and something that's going somewhere. And uh, so we'd like to grow our numbers. Uh, I think we'll do a lot of that through our strength program uh, during the school day. Uh, we want to see our community see Friday night as not a football game, but an event that includes the cheerleaders and the band and the parents and tailgating. And in it's on Friday night, it's, it's where we want everybody in town to be. It's the, it's the Amherst event, the town event Friday night. And in, in doing that, you know, I think you, you build great community. Uh, we want people, we want our, our young men to conduct themselves in such a way that people are proud to, to say that this is our football team. And uh, I tell kids all the time, you know, if, if we're out there doing things we shouldn't and acting in ways we shouldn't, no one wants to see you succeed. You know, they'd, they'd rather see you fail. But if you're doing the things you're supposed to be, do, being the young men that you're supposed to be, then everybody's pulling for you and everybody wants to see you successful. And that's what we want out of our young men. And, uh, and we want the community involved and, and to make, like I said, make Friday nights the event. Well, so um, earlier this month, we talked to Dr. Brown, the new principal at Amherst, and uh, he he uh, informed us that he has a certification as a grill master, and so he can help you with your uh, tailgating right. yes. on Friday night. He can he can uh, get some of that work done for you. Also of note, uh, and and just for our listeners' sake, uh, in the spring, several you and several of your um, your staff went to our elementary schools and our middle schools to, to start to talk to the young people. And I know, just as a member of the community, driving home past uh, 
the field here in the Amherst, uh, the the Amherst uh, Little League program, there are players all over that field uh, in the fall. So, and and I know the same thing is happening in Manelson. And so I know there are lots of young people that are excited about playing football. And so they just they need to get, to get to it. And so, and I'll come back to to maybe that that question. Maybe this is a good time to ask it. So if if there are any students right now that are kind of out there uh, thinking about being a part of the program or on the fence about it, you know, what would you tell them to encourage participation? Yeah. Don't don't miss out. You know, the question is, what if? You know, what if you don't play? What if you do play? And, you know, the answer is don't don't miss out. Don't don't uh, get to a point down the road that, that you say, boy, if, if I had a, or I wish I would have. Uh, you know, don't miss out on what's going to happen with Amherst County football. Uh, I think it's going to be extremely exciting, and it's, it's something that I think they're going to want to be a part of. Yes, there's a there's a commitment that's required. Uh, there's a price to pay, but it's it's worth it. And and I would just say, don't miss out. So um, one thing that's really important to me and uh, for our school division is engaging our community, engaging our parents. So, uh, what are some ways that they can um, our parents, our community, engage to help improve our program? You know, one of the big things. And this sounds very simplistic, but just come out on Friday nights. You know, I think that is really, really big. Uh, you know, it means a lot to the to the players, uh, and uh, just to 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 be a part of that, I think is the first and foremost thing. You know, right now we're uh, we're building lockers for the locker room. Uh, I've probably been up here till nine o'clock every night the last couple of weeks building lockers. I've had a handful of dads that have come up and helped me. Uh, we could use more help. And, and from time to time, you know, we're going to ask the community to to step in and help us do something. Let's make this a joint venture between the, between the school and the community. And, you know, doing things together, we can accomplish a, a whole lot more than than just doing them by ourselves. Yeah. And I, and I can speak on, on your behalf in terms of uh, being a part of the community and, and and I think sometimes when we think about our sports programs, it's one, one loss record. But I think ultimately it's the type of young people we develop. And I know that you're doing leadership studies and training with uh, with our with our players, and and that's only going to improve our community because when these young men graduate from high school, not all of them are going to go play college football or even professionally but they're going to be a part of this community and the better leaders and and young people that they are and have an understanding of how important it is to give back to their community this community is going to be better and so i, I encourage our community and parents to, to get engaged with this football program because it's more than just uh wins and losses it's it's about our young people and so i'm really excited about that and 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 once again, very, very, very glad that you're you're here with us. Um, are there any other things that um, I might not have touched on that uh, you wanted to to kind of share? Um, you probably don't want to. I'm sure folks that listen to it might want to know what kind of offense you're running, what kind of defense. But you know, we might want to save that for uh, Friday night. For Friday night, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I would just say thank you for uh, the confidence in me and letting me be a part of of the program here. I'm excited about Dr. Brown, 
being in there and, and the entire school. And, uh, you know, I just feel fortunate to be part of it. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share one thing. So in, in 1993, 94, somewhere around in there, you were, you were winning lots of games at Jefferson Forest, and I was a, a young coach at William Campbell. And I've always thought, you know, the best coaches that you, that you, that you uh, actually compete against, you don't like them. And in 1993, I did not like Bob Christmas. I didn't like him in 1994 or 1995 because, you know, our hardest competition was always playing Jefferson Forest. But I also understand that that's because you had a high standard for those kids and it was it was hard to hard to beat those kids. So I am glad. And the ultimate compliment is I'm glad you're on our side and I hope all the other schools don't like you. Uh, the folks at Amherst are going to like you, and, and that's, that's what's a, important. That's a that's a that's a, a high high praise, I think, for for uh, a coach is that everybody else doesn't like you. <laughs> so, um, well, that is uh, that is uh, all for today's show. We certainly have a lot of dates uh, that uh, are important to the football program coming up. Our first scrimmages are in August. Um, they are. It's two weeks from this. Uh, two weeks from next Friday night. In fact, the first official day of practice is next Thursday. The the first, the first. August first. Okay, and then uh, not the following, not the next day, but two weeks from the second. So the sixteenth. Uh, the sixteenth is your first yes, scrimmage, correct? And, and that will be at Millbrook. At Millbrook, and then the twenty third is the second home, scrimmage. Home versus Louisa, and then you start the the regular season. After that, and that is home versus Salem. Home versus Salem. So, we we really encourage folks to come out and support these young men. They've put a lot of work in uh, in the last several months, and, and so we we need to to kind of honor that hard work and support them and support the the coaching staff that have been doing uh, a lot of hard work uh, to get get this season this season going. So. Good luck, Coach Christmas. Thank uh, you this year and for the years beyond, and. Um, That is the end of the show today. I I appreciate everyone listening, and have a great day.